and currently we have 57 degrees in the uh, the Roanoke area, 58 in Bedford, 57 in Lynchburg, uh, 57 in Salem and Danville, and 58 in Appomattox. Open those windows. Mm. Let the fresh air in. Absolutely. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. My uh, my screened in porch got done just in time. Yeah, it did. It really did. You and and you did good. Really, the time frame. I know it. It seemed like it took long, but it really did, did feel like it took. It, you 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 guys landed a good contractor. I'm telling you right now. Oh, they did. I've, a good I've just job. heard so many stories of friends that are still in construction, waiting on this, that, and the other, or just getting the help to get it done, right. or waiting on that sub to show up. Well, you know, it was not a small project. No, you it's saw a good it. size. It's a good size project. I can't project. wait to see it actually physically. In person, yeah. yeah. Um, but they, I mean, basically, I don't think there were any more than two, maybe mm-hmm. three men at mm-hmm. a time yeah. working on that thing. Yeah. And some days it was just one guy. So it's 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 incredible. Yeah. They do good they do good work for sure. Hmm. Well, Attorney General Mieres announced yes. the creation of the Election Integrity Unit at the Office of the Attorney General. Right. Uh, he announced that on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they've wasted no time. NAACP wants that disbanded immediately. It, did, it didn't even and, like like it barely the, yeah, the ink wasn't barely even dry. dry right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, and they're was, on top of it. Of course, they also uh, wanted more of the. Uh, more money put towards the cancellation of student loans mm-hmm. as well. Right. Uh, Mieri said the unit will provide legal advice to the Department of Elections, investigate and prosecute violations of Virginia election law, and work with the election community throughout the year to ensure uniformity and legality in the mm-hmm. application of election laws. Now, who could argue with that? Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? It's not. It will also work with law enforcement to ensure both legality and purity in elections. Again, why is that a problem? The things that in a normal universe are being offered here are reasonable things. They are reasonable things. Why would you not want there to be integrity? Right. Why must every time there's oversight, you're assuming that somebody's trying to be suppressed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you had some stories of people being suppressed. They went in to vote, and somebody said, you've already You've already voted. voted. Yeah. I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's a poll watcher. Mm-hmm. So you would not believe this stuff Yeah, that that they saw. That's why you know they're saying now that they believe in, in voting early, that that's a good thing. Ballot harvesting needs to be totally outlawed. I'm right. sorry, people. Uh-huh. It needs to be outlawed. I agree. Uh, Mary said the purpose is uh, to make sure that the laws are applied in a uniform manner mm-hmm. to increase confidence in our state elections. I think there is a concern that people are going to get to the point where they're like, screw it, it's not right. legit anyway, right. so why am I wasting my time? And yeah. that's the most dangerous thing of oh, all that is. can happen. That's yeah. when corruption completely takes, takes holds barred yep. and we're, we're turned into you know, yeah. Cuba. Venezuela, and, Cuba, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Uh, he said, I pledged during the 21 campaign to work to increase transparency and strengthen confidence in our state elections. It should be easy to vote and hard to cheat. Yep. Seems absolutely. like a pretty simple concept. Yeah, pretty simple. The Election Integrity Unit will work to help restore confidence within our democratic process in the Commonwealth. Mm. The new election unit will work with the State Board of Department of Elections and the uh, dedicated, hardworking local election officials and the upcoming election and beyond, Mieri yep. said. That's right. The unit is made up of more than uh, 20 
existing attorneys, investigators, and paralegals mm-hmm. from across various divisions in the Office of the Attorney General. Yep. He said no additional or new funds are required for mm-hmm. the unit. What, what is that? Do you smell that? <laughs> it's a breath of fresh air. Yes. That's what it's that is. It's almost like you're one of your life hacks it's for like you. A, like I just opened up the window. What? You don't need more money to throw at this thing? Mm. On Wednesday... Oh, well, (laughs) you might want to close the window for this next one. Uh, On Wednesday, yesterday, the Virginia NAACP demanded that the Attorney General stop and disband Mm. the unit. Mm -hmm. They said instead it would be replaced with a task force focused on reducing voter suppression and ending voter intimidation. And voter intimidation? Mm -hmm. Intimidated by who? Imaginary. By the people saying, you know, you better vote the way we want you to. Well, I dare say. You remember Atlantic Rhythm Section had that song, Imaginary Lover. This is Imaginary Timidator. Uh Intimidator. Uh. Frog. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Robert Barnett, president of the Virginia NAACP, stated, Many studies have shown that voter fraud is virtually non-existent in the Commonwealth. Mm. And then we all laughed and laughed. Uh, And the Washington Post conducted a study that determined only 31 out of 1 billion votes cast in the United States were allegedly to be fraudulent. I'm sorry, what? what? Only 31 out of a billion. Number one, I didn't think we had a billion Uh for starters. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, uh, yeah. And, which is interesting because when I spoke with my friend who was the poll watcher, mm-hmm. she knew of four that happened the day of. Right. That already shoots the <laughs> that theory in the foot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on Wednesday, uh, there was a statement that came out from the Mary spokesperson that read, it's surprising that Terry McAuliffe, Hillary Clinton, and Stacey Abrams' concerns about elections haven't received this level of pushback from partisan Democrats in the NAACP. Yeah. Attorney General Mieri's mother fled communist Cuba and an oppressive regime that suppressed her right to vote, and there was genuine intimidation mm-hmm. there, and the right to speak freely. So this is a personal issue for Mieri's, who would never do anything to disenfranchise someone's voting rights. Mm -hmm. The right to vote is one of the most sacred rights we have in America, and Mary's is committed to ensuring that it's an easy vote and that every vote in Virginia is counted. It's going to be hard for them to to pass that off with him. Yeah. Because how do you argue with that response? I mean, they've lived it. You can't argue with it. Yeah. And it says, while there's no evidence of widespread fraud in Virginia, our office is committed to addressing irregularities and problems that may occur, including some of the problems that the NAACP has challenged in various states across the nation. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye on that story. Yeah, It's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out, isn't it? Yep. Mm, I don't I'm know. just, we got the trifecta when we, when we elected these three in. Oh, I know. I mean, it's just. It's a, it's a. Dream team. They're working it real good. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Chris Daniels in studio with us. They have uh, just arrived. Welcome. We're glad you're here with us this morning. Hi, how are you? Uh, We're doing well. Of course, you're with the the school board for Bedford County. Uh, We want to talk about patriotism this morning. How about that? Let's talk some patriotism. Yeah. So 
instead uh, of apologizing for being an American, uh, going to be promoting that in the schools, looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's something that we should be proud of. And I think that <clears throat> one of the, we have, last time we were on, we talked about some of the other policies that we've um, been putting out there uh, in Bedford County. But one of the ones that I'm most proud of is uh, the promotion of patriotism. And <clears throat> it basically just goes over and says, hey, look, we're proud to be Americans. We should be celebrating this. Um, the, the words on the walls are, yeah. are important, but there's there's a lot of meaning behind that, and I sure. think it's important that we that we share um, share those values. And we're all Americans. We're, it doesn't matter Americans. what color we are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And this this country was founded on 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 people coming and, and giving it their best shot and having the ability to do that. And we want to make sure that we 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 realize the sacrifices that the people who came before us have mm. made so that we get the opportunities that we get. So it's it's kind of an all-encompassing policy. We talk about everything from flags to the to the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, for the flags. The American flag's got to be in every classroom, every office, um, everywhere. And and then the Pledge of Allegiance is recited every single day in every classroom. In I, the, in I don't know. I don't know how we, we got away from this, but one of my earliest memories as a child in school if you had the privilege of being one of the flag keepers it was a big deal it was a big deal mm-hmm. and that flag never hit the ground it never got rained on i mean if it even looked like it was going to rain those guys were out there they were taking that flag down they were fo- they were taught how to fold it appropriately they were fought, uh, taught how to you know to treat the flag mm-hmm. um and and i don't know when we lost that you know, I don't know. You know, growing up, that that obviously was was huge, and a lot of my friends were Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and I played baseball, and and to take the flag out and to run it up 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 to the pole, and it was it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal, and I think it's important that the kids in Bedford County, not just in Bedford County, but all over the country, in all counties, yeah, understand that you know you shouldn't apologize for being an American. Mm-hmm. You're very blessed and, and and privileged to be here, and it's up to you to to take that and make the most of it. So, um, and I think that can be done in a way. There, there's not a country in the entire world that doesn't have good parts of their history and bad parts. Uh, so, I think you can acknowledge that by still uh, teaching the children that while we got some things wrong, we got an awful lot of things right. And and how do we learn from the past and and make things better? And as we get into different things with civics education and talking about our founding documents, you know. That's what the Constitution allows us to do. We have an amendment process so that we can figure out, hey, this is something that we need to correct. Mm -hmm. So we have the ability to do that. So I think that that's huge. So we we talk about all the founding documents and um, and we try to bring try to bring out their importance. Well, we're going to talk about how uh, this whole thing came to be, exactly what it looks like and uh, an election that's coming up really soon. We'll be back with uh, Chris Daniels here this morning on The Morning Jam. make the toast we'll bring the jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network 820 here on the morning jam chris daniels in the studio with us talking about patriot day once again good morning and welcome yeah, good morning thanks again for having me when it, when it comes to this uh promotion of patriotism mm-hmm. so i'm assuming there was nothing officially in place before is that correct this is a new policy okay. um, that combines some things that were already in kind of policy but we enhance them 
So, you know, a lot of times, I, you know, I'm a big guy talking about action. So I thought that it was uh, it was important that we do something to not just have, have things in place, but also to to make sure that we're we're being active in our in our patriotism. So I'll just kind of read a little bit. So okay. uh, in, the, in the policy, um, we talk about all the founding documents and says that the 17th day of September shall annually be recognized as Constitution and Citizenship Day. And the third week of September will be recognized as Civics Education Week. And again, we're going to just be talking about the um, having active citizenship, enduring the strength, you know, the enduring strength of the Constitution. And we're going to be teaching this um, division wide every year. Um, on top of that, we're also going to be um, encouraging uh, field trips and and um, and assemblies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here in Bedford County, we have the D-Day Memorial. We have the Bedford Boys, and it's it's super important to recognize the sacrifice of. Of all those, like I said, who came before us and right. to, to help us to enjoy the freedoms that we have. You know, my grandfather was fought in the Battle of the Bulge, and without yeah. the, and without you know that wall coming down, or, yeah. you know, uh, at D-Day, thanks to the Bedford Boys, he doesn't get there. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think it's important for everybody to recognize that. Well, one of the things that uh, that I notice is you are also talking about uh, you want appropriate observances of things like memorial day and veterans day i mean i think a lot of kids just think oh we're off that day and they right. don't realize what it means or i mean i remember explaining to my children the difference in memorial day and and veterans day it's not the same thing correct, correct. so uh so they'll be acknowledging that as well will they be reading through um the bill of rights and the the constitution as part of this yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you know it, every teacher is gonna, you know, in every history class is gonna be able to kind of, kind of go through what they feel is important depending on what they're, what they're studying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and I think it, at different grade levels, it needs levels, to happen early. And yeah. look, there are versions because I bought them for my kids. There was a uh, Constitution for kids, and there was a Bill of Rights for kids. Mm-hmm. And then as they got older, because around the around Memorial Day and uh, and Fourth of July, I would put out copies of those mm-hmm. at, at the house. Um, yeah. So there are versions out there, and it's it's important that you know what your capacity is as a as a you know first grade or Depending second grade right. is different than middle right. school, different than high school. You yeah. you can get more of a level of, of understanding. And this encompasses all of those levels. Yeah, yes, this is this is everything. And I just got this text message actually, um, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and it's based because of this policy. But uh, Moms for Liberty of Bedford County is partnering with the nationwide organization to make sure every eighth grader in the county gets a copy of the Constitution. Mm. Excellent. And that'll okay. start in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I, and, and that's great. Chris, my, one of my biggest concerns when they stopped teaching uh, cursive writing was, dear God, they're not going to be able to read any of the original <laughs> documents. <laughs> documents. One of that. the great things that Rush Limbaugh did uh, before yes. he passed is he wrote his books about liberty, the horse and went through time travel and exposed history that way. And then now recently I've seen some commercials for Governor Huckabee is mm-hmm. actually doing similar mm-hmm. kind of books to break it down for young people to understand, you know, this about our Constitution. He even does one about how to understand Donald Trump, which is can be a complex subject, but uh, for young people to understand who President Trump was and what he did. I think these are great ideas. And, we need and to here, do that. And here's the other thing. Uh, Chris, we appreciate so much what, what what you're doing, what the current school board is doing for Bedford County. But let's not forget, uh, we need to be doing our part at home as right. well. Yeah. Uh, this is great that, that the school is doing this, but how much more would it resonate if the parents were having these conversations mm-hmm. at home 
Well, you know, and I think some of the things that we're trying to do may be that spark that helps get that, get, kick that into gear and and say, you know what, I really need to take a good look because, you know, it's, we're blessed to be in the country that we are, but we don't Mm want to take it for granted. Right. Right. And I think that, you know, it's important and, you know, we just commemorated September 11th and I Mm -hmm. was living up that way when, when all that happened Mm -hmm. and, you know, the... The patriotism that people had then from oh my such a tragic event was, I mean, that was the one thing that you could say, okay, we were we were together mm-hmm. as Americans. Oh, yeah. And, you know, since then, it seems like we try to find ways to, uh, to figure out what divides us instead sure. of the things that unite us. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, and there's, and there's plenty of stories out there. I, I have some audio we won't get to today, but of, of Laura Ingram uh, talking, uh, writing, Arithmetic and radicalism mm-hmm. was her her opening bit in her show last night, and just talking about the the agenda that's that's getting pushed to to these uh, pre K kids mm-hmm. in certain communities, and it's it's a little insane to think that such a young mind would understand things about sexuality and gender. They're not wired for that yet. They're, they're, let's let the kids go out and play and have some fun in the playground for crying out loud. Teach them how one plus one is two and not the new math. I mean, it's just, and, and this is because I think we've been a little bit asleep at the wheel. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think that, you know, when it, when it comes to things like this, um, as far as you know, promotion of patriotism, mm-hmm. I think like you were saying, like, you know, people are taught that there's, there's a lot of bad things that happened in this country. There are. And, and there but we, are. Need to, we need to be able to recognize them and mm-hmm. then learn from them. Sure. You know, those who don't know history will be doomed to repeat it. So right. it's, Absolutely. it's very important to make sure that we recognize. I mean, that's how you get better. You know, you, oh, you, yeah. you fall down and you get right back up. Yeah. Well, those, it's those like I tell that, my kids, uh, none of us are all sinner or all saint. And that's true with individuals. And mm-hmm. it's especially true uh, anytime you have a, a, you know, a country or a uh, town. I mean, that's yeah. just—it's just life. It's mm-hmm. just the world that we live in. And one of the things on the school board that I'm—I'm I'm proud to say that uh, a lot of us are for is trying to come up with proactive policies, not just—we're not trying to fix some of the things that may have have been in the past that need fixing, but saying, "Hey, Looking how do we move, How do we move forward? How right. do we get stronger?" And by putting some of these things in place, does it help us with our enrollment? Are we creating better citizens as we move forward, more well-rounded kids? And yeah. and I would say that the answer is going to be yes. Well, now you have uh, you were appointed to the Bedford County School Board after uh, a kind of an unexpected vacancy there. Yes, and um, and you serve District Seven, and now there is a, an important election coming up. Yeah, November eighth is um, is election day, and I think um, we need to get everybody out to the polls. Uh, early voting starts next Friday, which mm-hmm. is September twenty third. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, any any help that anyone has out there, we we would we would welcome it with open arms. You can go to chrisdanielsforbedford dot com and and uh, help get involved. But yeah, November eighth is is the big day. I think people, and I've been saying this for years. Uh, people will get out and, and vote when it's time to vote for president or whatever, and then they don't really pay attention when it's your school boards and mm-hmm. it's your city councils and things like that. And, and and let me tell you, when it comes to politics, there is a trickle up, yeah. not a yeah. trickle down. Well, politics are local. Yeah, well, we've, it we've, matters. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, I think that school board is has kind of been at, at the tip of the spear here mm-hmm. for the um for the last couple of years and it yeah. continues to be well we've seen what happens in other localities when you're not paying attention yeah 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 northern uh, virginia mm-hmm. yep and I'm, I'm proud to say that i was endorsed by the bedford county gop okay uh, so was very happy to get that um also was endorsed by bob good okay, okay. 
and Morgan Griffith and um, yeah and okay. but the biggest endorsement that we're gonna that we're hoping to get is from the uh, the voters and the yes. parents and the and, the and kids district in seven County. Yeah. that's that's correct <laughs> exactly yep. all right well if you want to find out more um, you can go to chrisdanielsforbedford.com thanks for sharing this uh, information on the promotion of patriotism in uh, Bedford County schools it gives me gives me hope yeah it makes me happy yes. Uh, so parents get on board and and help uh, spread that message. Tell us again when the when the times are uh, September twenty third, um, all the way till November eighth. Okay, and that's patriotism. Oh, oh patriotism. no, I'm talking I'm about, I'm talking about you're talking about election. Well, that's important yeah. too. But patriotism. That's the third week in, in September. Third week yes. in September, so it's coming up. Talk yeah. to your kids about it, and, uh, yeah. and and do your part at home. Before you leave, I need for you to go in that purple room that has the lighting. That's our cloning machine, <laughs> and uh, we're going to clone you a few times before you leave the building today. And, Thanks for stopping by. Put you out in other areas. That'll help get all the uh, chores done at home. That's, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Right. That's true. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Currently, we have 60 degrees now in Salem and Roanoke, 60 in Bedford, 58 in Lynchburg, 59 in Appomattox. Never, never a dull moment in here. That's <laughs> true. Um, you may have heard about a Lynchburg young woman being missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 17 year old had last been seen on Main Street at the Community Market Outdoor Piano. We are pleased to announce that the Lynchburg Police Department say they have found the missing 17 year old girl. Awesome. Uh, she was uh, announced missing about 9 o'clock on the 13th, but she has been uh, safely returned to her family now. And that's good news. They don't always end that way. Oh, I know, I know. Absolutely. All right, in Roanoke, uh, whether it's dinner for one or you're feeding a family of six, the cost of groceries hitting families hard, as we've uh, heard with all the news stories. Uh, you know, people are finding themselves not putting so easily those things in the cart haphazardly as they used to. That's according to uh, Van Daniel, a Roanoke resident. You know, it's like, wait, that's going to add up and I'm going to maybe be over my budget. According to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, food cost has spiked. It spiked 11.4% over the last year. When when Joe said last month that uh, it was zero. Flat. Got, yeah, it was yeah. flat. There yeah, was no flat. increase. There's no, yeah. Hasn't been zero that. inflation. I got a number for you. Yeah, zero. zero. And that hasn't had that kind of a jump since 1979. Wait, 1979. Oh, let me think. Who was president then? <laughs> yeah, really. Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the whole term melees uh, was invented and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, folks are, are, are definitely... Some of them are taken in water because they're 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 using their credit cards to to make sure they're you know helping ends meet that way and then that and then that bill comes due. A family of four with two adults, two children need to make thirty two dollars and fifty six cents an hour just to meet basic needs like housing, health care, child care, transportation, and food. But the average worker in the Roanoke Valley makes about twenty four and twenty four dollars and five cents an hour. So obviously there's a uh, there's a gap quite a bit of a gap right there and it's just something that we're we're gonna have to deal with and kind of work through because i don't know janet necessarily if we're done with the continued increases uh, especially now we did avert a tragedy or a, a possible tragedy with the the trains uh, are going to run on time apparently the strike is not going to happen that's been the news story that's breaking this but morning. it makes you wonder you know what all have they promised 
them. Oh, they promised them quite a bit from what I've heard. And, and my so. favorite part was when the, the president was touting about how the the railways aren't going anywhere because they're the backbone of America. Right. But they're not electric. How is that going to work? Well, you know, saying. he used to travel, and I know he's president now. He can't get on Amtrak like he did all those years as a senator. He flew in from D.C. to Delaware so he could do his absentee vote. He would, he, but he also or vote early. And that's he flew also it. one of those things that got him busted. Yeah, Air Force stuff he One was saying about Amtrak. A little bit of a, a carbon footprint for the president to vote in Delaware the other day. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Henry County Sheriff's Office asking for help from the public. They've got a shoplifting investigation hmm. that they're involved with. Uh, they're seeking to identify individuals. Uh, that were caught pretty clearly mm-hmm. on camera. Let that be a lesson to all of you. Uh, there's video cameras everywhere. Mm. Uh, if they've got the pictures out there, uh, if you know the identity of these individuals in the photos, you're asked to contact the uh, Henry County Sheriff's Office. If you go to their social media or their website, uh, these pictures are pretty much everywhere okay um you know it, it's interesting because i was walking through some stores and i mean it says right there that it's recording you mm-hmm. recording yeah, recording yeah. um and these are these are pretty clear photos so i okay. think they'll probably be able to identify them pretty quickly all right 866-916-3776 kevin on the line wanting to check in good morning good morning there i don't mean to steal janet's thunder or the wind out of her sale but she was talking about uh, quietly getting fired. Well, the flip side of that, and I experienced this, is quietly quitting. So I'm oh. over at my favorite sub shop, the Jersey Mike's off the Lakeside Drive, and I'm kind of in a hurry, and uh-huh. I'm watching this girl uh, fix the sandwich, and she's going so slow, ah. slower than a sloth. Oh. Putting the mayonnaise on, you know, and just just going turtle, turtle slow. And I'm looking at her. I'm looking at the line. There's got to be like 11, 13 people oh, in wow. line. Wow. They all want to get their sandwich. They want to get out. They want to go. Yeah. And, and this, yeah, they want to go. And, and I'm just looking at this. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. And then I found out this quietly quitting the, the whole thing that drives that. Is that they want they want to get fired so that they can collect unemployment? And, it, uh, and you're right; at, it is it, a thing. It was, it's actually, it's actually a it's a hashtag hashtag quietly quitting yeah. is a thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and that well that this whole thing of getting unemployment. If you get fired, that's ass backwards. <laughs> you shouldn't collect nothing because it's on you. You know. Right. And uh, this, this is—it's just—it's—it's just part of the insanity uh, that Brain Dead Joe and the rest of these people just constantly put out there. And uh, I, I told my wife, I said, next time I see that, I don't care who's around, mm. I don't care what's going on, I'm going to call it out, yeah. and I'm going to embarrass them. I—I <laughs> just had enough of it, I, you know. And and uh, somebody, somebody's. Somebody's going to need some Vaseline because they're going to get a good reaming once I get through. Wow, it. Whoa, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, well, stay right I'm there because you what, you know? yeah, yeah, I hear you. Jan's going to do her story, but I, I got to tell a quick story here, real quick. Hang on, Kevin. Uh, this is when I worked at Taylor Brothers. Randy Hall ran the warehouse for years and years and years. A purchasing guy too, and uh, he he won every case at the VEC, the okay. Virginia Employment when Commission. People would try to when, when he let people go because they had paper. 
They mm-hmm. had paper a paper trail. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that we used to climb up in the second level of one of the barns that they kept the insulation. He would he and would take it out. He would nestle in these rolls of insulation yep. and take it out. Yep. And uh, I, I know somebody who did that. Yeah. And Glad. so so this guy <laughs> did it and uh, he told the the foreman told Randy, he says uh, here's here, I'm going to write this on a post-it, and you just stick it on his chest. And uh, and he said, do it lightly. I don't want him to wake up. And so he gets uh, he gets it, puts it on the guy's chest. He doesn't wake up. And the note said, as long as you were sleeping, you are still employed by Taylor Brothers. The moment we you wake up, you are fired. Uh- <laughs> and uh, that Randy got the last laugh on that one, too. But, wow. uh, you, you, you know. It's, it, it happens. Yeah. Well, this hashtag quietly quitting has been spreading virally right. on, on social media. Yeah. And, and as Kevin described, uh, it's, uh, it, it's an, a passive aggressive workplace practice, just like he was talking about yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there, where people are doing the bare minimum of expected of them mm. uh, in order to try to get fired. Then they can get their, their yeah, unemployment. unemployment. Yeah. Uh, now there is a new term mm-hmm. for what managers are doing in response, mm-hmm. quiet firing. Now this isn't new, right? This has always been around mm-hmm. and chances are, uh, I don't know that I would call it quiet firing, but they're trying to get you to quit. They're mm-hmm. trying to make you so miserable right. that you just quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media influencer DeAndre Brown was the first person to mention the term uh, quiet firing as a workplace that fails to reward an employee for their contributions to an organization, forcing them to leave their jobs. Says uh, it, it works for companies. Eventually, you'll either feel so incompetent, isolated and underappreciated that you find a new job and they never have to deal with with a development plan or offer severance. Ah, okay. And I think that that's very true. Mm-hmm. A new Pew Research poll shows that many employees cite low pay and no opportunities for growth as a reasoning for the 20-year high resignation rate reached in November of 2021. Oh, okay. As many workers share their experience with quiet firing online, career experts encourage employees to be more vocal about their needs with their leadership and co-workers to combat the practice. Because it's expensive to, to replace mm-hmm. employees, sure. to retrain. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes emotions get ahead of people and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're easy to replace. Well, sure, if you've got people with the knowledge to bring them up the speed speed speed, the time it takes to get them there Mm -hmm. um if you think you're being quietly fired they say you should speak with leadership advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. come together with other people who have the same needs as you have or look for different changes in the workplace and give it some time and see if those changes are actually made Mm. the idea of an employer effectively forcing an employee to resign isn't new as we said uh, constructive discharge, whereby an employer actively makes working conditions so unpleasant they quit, has been widely practiced for many years. I mean, decades and decades mm-hmm. that's been practicing just to try to squeeze people people out. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, look for others to help advocate for you yeah. um, and, uh, and then do your homework. Workers should familiarize themselves with the protocols for promotions and raises. Or read that employee handbook if you have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, look back into the documents that were given to you initially. That can reveal a lot of information about the pro- process. Sometimes you just have to do the work. Mm. If you don't advocate for yourself, nobody else is going to. Right. And I think there's some truth to that. Mm-hmm. So there's quietly quitting, and mm-hmm. then there's quietly firing. 
And well, then there's waiting in line way too long for your Jersey Mike sandwich, apparently. Look, I, I also want to fire the people who's in line at the subway, okay. and they can't pick a sandwich. <laughs> it's a sandwich. Good Lord, if you don't know what you want on your sandwich. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Too bad it's not a sandwich today. <laughs> Word. It could be though. Have you ever been around somebody who could not pick? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, have. you know what you want in your sandwich. Yeah, I would think. I understand. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, today on Five and Dine, brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're your Midtown grocer on Memorial Avenue, and you can sign up to be a VIP customer, save even more money on your bill. And you can find out how to do that. I'll tell you in just a second. I love the uh, the products that they offer as far as pork tenderloins, pork shoulders. Mm-hmm. Those go such a long way when you're trying to spread that food budget. Right. Today we're using the uh, the pork and an Asian caramel slow-cooked pulled pork. Okay. This makes delicious tacos. Uh, so we're going to tell you how to make this pulled pork. You can use it as just like a regular barbecue. You can put it in a bowl, a rice bowl, Buddha bowl, or uh, you can do it in uh, in tacos as well. You're going to start by making a rub for that pork tenderloin or pork shoulder that you're going to put in your slow cooker. You're going to mix together uh, toasted sesame seed oil, about two tablespoons, two tablespoons of ginger powder, which sounds like a lot, but it's not, so don't skimp, and a, ta- a tablespoon of garlic powder. Then you're going to put in a teaspoon each of salt and onion powder and a half a teaspoon of black pepper. You're going to rub that pork loin down, and then you're going to uh, put that into your slow cooker, and you're going to make a slow cooker sauce to pour around it. That's going to consist of a half a cup of coconut milk, a half a cup of reduced sodium soy sauce, some rice wine or or mirin, whatever you, you have. I always have rice wine or sherry on hand. Either one of those will work. Just a third of a cup. And then some Asian sweet chili sauce, a little bit of fish sauce, some sriracha, and a tablespoon of cornstarch. Whisk all that together and pour it around your pork loin. Put the lid on and cook it on low for 8 to 10 hours or on high for 5 to 6. That pork will be fall apart tender. You can mm. shred it. And, uh, and then I've given you the instructions on how to finish up that sauce with a, a little bit of, uh, of brown sugar. And, uh, and then you've got this beautiful pork that you're going to use. Now, mm-hmm. uh, once you get that, that made, you're going to want to add a pineapple salsa on top of your tacos. Like I say, you can use this as a bootable. You mm-hmm. can use it um, just on a bun. But the, the taco makes it really, really special and makes it taste different. So you're going to put the pulled pork into your uh, corn or flour tortilla. And you're going to top it with a pineapple snow pea salsa. Two cups of fresh pineapple diced. Six ounces of snow peas. Uh, I like to trim uh, trim the ends off and then julienne them uh, really, really uh, yeah. you know, in, in little strips. Mm-hmm. Add in one red, red bell pepper cut small and some red onion a whole jalapeno some loosely packed cilantro finely chopped and some lime juice that's it put it over top of that pork put a little sriracha cream on the mm. top good yeah. stuff find yeah, that recipe do. by going to facebook <laughs> type in janet's five and dine find this recipe and all the recipes we share so good you're gonna love it before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network 
I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. Save big this week at FNL with Family Pack Drumstick or Thighs, $1.59 a pound. Sugardale Bacon, regular or thick slice, two for $7. Fresh salmon fillets are $7.98 a pound. Save on whole sirloin tips, $3.99 a pound and slice for free. Top sirloin steaks are $4.98 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Going to keep on trucking. 8.52 on the Morning Jam Thursday. Got Lester on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. We're getting ready on the south side to start celebrating the rights of fall, buddy. Getting uh, oh, yeah. the Danville Fair. The Danville Fair is coming to town, and yeah. the farmers have sold all the tobacco, and they're getting ready to do fair is getting ready to take it from them. Oh, cool. Anyway, a bunch of us there at the campground, we're getting together a bunch to go, try to, and uh, some of oh, them don't want to go because they don't like to ride the ride. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to it. And when is that going to be? Uh, it starts tomorrow. Cool. Four, four o'clock. Gates open tomorrow. Y'all come on down if you want to. We'd like to see y'all down here. Oh well, I'll I'll have to let you know if I can get down there. Oh, I love a good okay, fair. I, I might go more than I might go more than one night. I'm going Friday night because that's the night they have the uh, figure eight racing. Oh, most. Oh, oh like figure eight. They have different shows every night. But okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's so cool. It be fun. Well, thanks yeah, for sharing and, that uh, with us. And they got phone cake down there too. Oh my gosh! Do they have corn dogs? We were just having this know. conversation. I may you, I may you one if you don't. Get oh, okay. Oh, thanks for the thanks, call. Thanks Esther. for calling us. We were talking about this. Um, uh, my Mark and I were right. talking about: is, is there anything more joyful mm-hmm. than a fresh corn dog yeah. at a carnival mm-hmm. or a fair? Um, Isn't a corn dog basically a, a funnel cake wrapped around a hot dog? Uh, no. It's that's like it's cornbread batter. Oh, that's, that's the right. corn. It's cornbread. It's not funnel yeah. cakes. Not corn. I went to uh, the Country Living Fair in Ohio. I've been a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a wonderful fair uh, that they do there. And the most popular foods were the simplest foods. There was uh. one place that did Italian food. You could choose from uh, meatballs with marinara and fresh yeah. shaved parmesan. Nice. You could choose uh, the mozzarella, tomato, basil capri mm-hmm. thing the little ball that, right. uh, of, of those and then or bruschetta or uh, you could get a, a sampler of all three okay and the lines would be through the back right the other place that did really well was a vendor and all they did was they roasted potatoes and they roasted corn mm-hmm. they had a roaster that would do that and they would if you got corn on the cob they would take that corn dunk it in a bucket of butter mm. and sprinkle it with salt and pepper and give it to you on a stick oh wow and i mean people were lined up and the, and the fresh roasted potato okay you got butter salt pepper that was it you had no other choices wow but it was amazing how popular those simple things oh, that's were cool. 
And That's pretty cool. pretty fun. Good deal. It is uh, the season for those fall festivals. Oh, yes. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, as he mentioned, on the south side. Mm-hmm. We mentioned some things going on in uh, Smith Mountain Lake. They've yeah. got their wine festival, I think, this weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. Oh, wow. And they also have the... Um, uh, the classic boats show yeah. at the marina yeah, there. Some beautiful Chris Crafts probably be out there. Right, and shown. Lynchburg Beer and Wine is this weekend. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of things to do. Yeah. Well, the Toy Hall of Fame finalists have been announced. Oh, okay. Uh, the Strong National Museum of Play announced this year's finalist. That includes Bingo. Okay. I can't believe Bingo's not already in there. Wow. Uh, Briar Horses. Okay. Light Bright. Oh, I love to light. Did you have a light bright growing up? I did, but I I also got my one my wife one for for Christmas. Oh, did she, she like talk a about light it? Bright? Well, she did. Or did she always want one and didn't get one? Well, I, I, like I can't my, remember. I dream of Jeannie playset that oh, I always wanted and I never yeah. got. Yeah. Well, she she liked it. I don't know whether she had one, but I bought her one, and then five years later, it was sold at the flea market. Well, I was never as good at it as like you know Elf. Oh, okay. was i mean he was really good yeah, he was amazing he really used those light brights to his advantage <laughs> well that one made it masters of the universe also made it wow and uh the strong is located in rochester new york said three of the 12 finalists will be inducted into the national toy hall of fame hmm. uh, the inductees will be chosen by an advisory committee and uh players choice voters um will, will have that as well uh other toys on the list of finalists uh, included Nerf toys. Nerf, okay, yeah. A pinata. Oh, okay. Pound puppies. Pound puppies. Spirograph. Oh I my lord! That. Oh, I, I love loved Spirograph. a Spirograph. Yes. Who didn't love a Spirograph? With the multicolors and see, you I were would... a stinking geometric genius. Oh, do they you... still have Spirograph? I'm sure you can still get them. I think I need one. Yeah. Oh, I got to really look that cool up. Designs. Yeah, I change think, our logo. I think that needs to to happen. <laughs> um, so it, it would seem that um, uh, Catan, a board game, mm-hmm. was published in Germany in '95. A rummy style card game. Oh, uh, Phase Ten. Yeah. Uh, also uh, on there, Racco, a pattern building card game. Oh, Racco. Introduced by Milton Bradley in yeah. 1956. Oh, it's that old. I didn't I know. know that. I played Racco as a kid. See that that's kind of fun to go yeah. back and have those nostalgic moments. My favorite thing moments. was the, uh, the 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 boxing thing with your thumbs, you know, and you knock his block off and all oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. rock'em sock'em Rock robots. Yes, exactly. See, I remember that has to be in the Hall of Fame. It just has to be. I don't know if it is yet, but if it's not, it should be. It should be. Uh, here's another story for you. Have you ever done like a charter fishing boat? kind of thing i've never done that i have lots of friends that have uh well and and i uh, my boys have done it a video that has gone viral out of maine shows a shocking moment when a shark jumped into the boat off the coast of maine holy cow the captain of the boat said he's never seen anything like it before a video was taken on a boat from sea ventures charters out of saint george wow Captain David Sinclair says he takes clients out to fish for sharks, mm-hmm. uh, which they can then get up close to see, and they help tag them. Oh, okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, catch and release. Yeah, sure. He says they mostly encounter blue sharks, but today they caught a seven-foot mako that jumped right into the boat. Mako. Better call Mako. And he said his grandson, who works as his first mate, was right in his path. Oh, All of a sudden, my. there he is in my face. Lord. He hits me with his tail on my left cheek, lands on my left foot. Wow said everybody scrambled 
Oh, I Nobody guess so. Nobody got a scratch. Well, you don't jump off the boat necessarily, but you sure I consider it. I think I would think about well, it. Maybe his friends out there. I know. Yeah. Uh, the shark wasn't injured, which is good. He says, Makos can have very sharp teeth, can be dangerous. Uh, they got some measurements, tagged him, and then swept him out back to sea. How about that? That was very cooperative of you, Mako. Yes. Good job. He's like, let's just get this over with. No need in hooking my lip. Just let me jump in, do the tag, and let's get this We're thing done. over with. And I'll jump back in the water, and we'll never know the difference. I know. I love a cooperative shark. <laughs> so do I. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Look forward to spending Friday with you. Thanks so much for making us a part of your morning and being a part of our radio family. Make today awesome. We'll see you Friday.